episode number 56, PPT. What up, though? What up? Not too much. Uh, one more weekend left, a couple midweek games, and we have a Premier League champion. Congratulations to Manchester City, and congratulations to you. Thank you, sir. Vamos! Not going to do anything. I've been doing it all. 24 hours. I've been an absolute nerd about it, watching the boys walk into the club last night to celebrate, seeing them and their girlfriends and wives, seeing all the family stuff. It's been fun. Um, yeah, yeah, a lot to take in for me right now. But from a rest of the league and a purpose to these last week, week, some time, a couple days, I guess, we are. Six days. Six days. Super Sunday is going to be fire for us. One, we have relegation issues, but my good friend, based on the results of today and the weekend, I have taken a one-point lead. I thought it was going to be worse because nothing went my way this weekend. Well, nothing, but you still managed to get four points. And you got one. You were the only person you had out of six potential points in goal scoring. You got the only one with That's the sad. Harry Kane goal. Saka failed you. Isaac scored, failed you. The Corey failed me. Bum. Phil Foden and Jesus were the goal scorers. Nothing. I mean, I had a perfect that got me 3 1 Brentford. That was spot on. That solidified the comeback. And then from there, I just got three, uh, uh, picked three games right, which. Out of the three, one of them you picked, you went opposite, which was West Ham Leeds. Leeds, you went 2-1. I went 2-1 West Ham. And I guess we can kind of rag on Sam Allardyce at some point. At least I ha- I got plans on it. I got plans on it. I have Ty from AFTV coming on the podcast to do that. That man's a grifter. That man's a grifter. I just got to say it, bro. That man got away with an absolute just a surplus of funds for a month, and I'm out. Shameful shit, honestly. I mean, I'm not even mad at him. I'm mad at Leeds United. Yeah. I mean, that's not his problem. Good for him. That's Leeds. What the fuck are you doing, guys? Three managers in one year and you're still going to get relegated? Yeah, that's horrible. I mean, I can't knock the hustle for Big Sam. He even found $5 on the floor in the fucking middle of the game. Did you see that? I did not, but I'm going to look now. He found it on the grass. There was just money leaking everywhere. Uh, Yeah, he handed it to the ref. But, um, yeah, I mean, congrats to Man City. Uh, just sick finish to the end of the year. Didn't even matter uh, what happened in Chelsea game, even though I don't have to tell you what happened in the Chelsea game, and you know who won that one. But, um, <clears throat> yeah, it didn't even come down. The, the title was decided Saturday on a day that uh, City didn't even play because Arsenal once again lost, which neither of us predicted. But I had a bad feeling about that game. But I figured we'd show up with no pressure. But um, Nottingham Forest safe now. Stay in the Premier League. Thank God for that. Because if they got relegated, that would have been a catastrophe with 200 million pounds spent almost. But, um, yeah, what was your takeaways from this entire weekend? The relegation picture is spicy. Yeah. Very, very spicy. I mean, Everton get a point last minute. That was interesting. Leicester get a point today. That was important because it looks like a point could be a decider here. Um, we have Southampton's gone, but Leeds on 31. 
Leicester on 31, Everton on 33. So two of those teams are going down. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be tight. You know that I uh, a lot to take away from two days. A lot to wait. Uh, I didn't – I really, really did not expect. I kept looking at it. I think the first goal or the only goal in the Forest Arsenal game came in around 17th, 18th minute. Martin Odegaard, turnover, uh, yeah, uncharacteristic. I was just like, what the hell? Wasn't expecting it. Um, a lot of a lot two things happened with that game. You know, four stay up, city get clear. And that is amazing. But then you turn to Sunday and then you see kind of Liverpool doing their thing. I think that was also on Saturday as well, but I, I don't really care about that. But City against Chelsea, we'll, and we'll, we'll, I'll do my little breakdown. I got points as well from last week uh, or similar to last week. But I can't help but think now with Liverpool having – who is it next week? Um, is goal differential going to be a part in that fourth spot? With, with it, Liverpool go 5-0, 6-0 next week? I mean, Liverpool have goal differential. Fourth is pretty much decided because all Man United need is one point. That's yeah. it. No. Yeah, all they need is one point. Liverpool have the goal differential, so they need one point out of two home games. I do not see that happening. Newcastle just ensured um, top four for sure, so third and fourth place could be interchanged. I don't think it really matters. At that point, a little different in the prize money at the end of the year, but who gives a fuck about Man United and Newcastle's money? They have enough of it. Okay. Liverpool are pretty much Europa League now. So McAllister going to Liverpool, upgrading from a Europa League team to a Europa League team is kind of funny. It really is. Um, Brighton qualify for Europe. I think if they just need basically a point, and they definitely get Europa, but even if they don't, uh, Villa will get uh, – they can get Conference League if Villa win and they lose their remaining two games. Oh, no. They got Europa. Yeah, because their goal differential is, is way higher than Villa's. So that was big, Brighton getting Europa. But, um, <clears throat> yeah, let, let's let's talk about um, probably the biggest game of the weekend because it actually decided something, which was the title. Um Arsenal Forest. I mean, I don't have much to say. I thought that was embarrassing from our from Arsenal. Just to go out with a whimper just leaves a horrible, horrible taste in your mouth from the season. Um, a lot of players have to look at themselves in the mirror. They just, for me, they just gave up. <laughs> they gave up, and the fans didn't give up. I saw fans there. I saw Ty in the front row at the game. He wow. thought he they were still winning the league. Um, you know, just to give up like that, it's it's embarrassing. It really is. Um, Agreed. No goals, nothing happening. I don't even remember a good chance, really. And um, I didn't see effort. I didn't. And I saw terrible tactics from Arteta. Um, I don't know what the fuck they was doing. I saw Jack at left back at one point. I saw KWR at left back at one point. I saw Partey at right back at one point. I, I don't know what was going on. Experiment in preseason. Preseason's in July. I'll be in New York for the Manchester United game. Experiment then. Um, to experiment midseason with Kiriar. I, I don't know if he's played left back, but I know we have Kieran Tierney. 
I mean, why are you just ostracizing players? That's one thing I don't understand. Smith Rowe's been exiled. Tierney's been exiled. I mean, these are players you need. They could have probably helped in a few of these games that you dropped points and you know, Arteta just doesn't rotate the side. He's going to need to next year because it could get ugly with Champions League. Um, he can't rotate in Europa anymore. You rotate in Champions League, you're going to be going home very, very early or you'll be back in the Europa League. So he needs to grow a lot. We saw a lot of good things from him, but we've seen a lot of bad things in, in two run-ins in the last two years, bottling top four, bottling the Premier League, just horrible, horrible form to end the season. It's not a good sign. And, yeah, he's got to learn to rotate. He's got to learn that, that you can't sit players for two months and then expect them to come in and, and make an impact when somebody gets hurt or, you know, something happens. You can't just do that. It's it's something he's got to do. It's probably the biggest thing. I'm not going to disagree, but I just thought of something as I'm high as fuck drinking this Celsius here. Uh, shout out to Celsius. Great, great energy drink. My lord, I, we need to get a sponsorship on board. The advertisement I would do for that company. Good night. Um, you bottle top four. Next year, you bottle championship. The following year, is there a way for you to fail upwards and bottle the Champions League final? Think about that for a minute. What would you feel? We're not getting to a Champions League final. I have to see what we do in the summer. Yeah, you didn't say you were going to get to a Premier League title race last year anyway. Yeah, you never know. But, yeah, Yeah. sure. And our next sponsor after Celsius will be Water Bottle or something. Uh, (laughs) Aquafina will will sponsor us. Um, But, um, yeah, I mean, if we got to a Champions League final, that would be great. But, you know, we got to start winning here. Enough of this crap three-year process. I mean, Eddie Howe. Is in Champions League after one year from Incredible. bottom of the barrel, literally, Incredible. to Champions League in 18 months. So, yeah, we, we we need to have a big summer. And, you know, the one good thing about ending the season, even though it's disgusting, that it's a 10-point difference to end the season, most likely, um, which is horrible. That scares the shit out of me. This should be a warning. This should be a warning to Stan Kroenke that – this is there's still a big gap between Man City and Arsenal. That should be the number one thing coming down from this. And if I'm Arteta, I'm saying that as well. Say so we had a great season, but look at what the gap is. Yeah. The gap is still the gap. You know, we lost players to injury, whether I didn't rotate properly. We still need huge reinforcements this summer. Huge. So that would be the only positive I can see from a ten point gap. Everything else is just it's embarrassing, and it makes you question some of these players on the team. Gabriel was the only one I saw that gave a shit on on uh, Saturday. Yeah. Maybe a couple others. Ramsdale, I, I really don't want to dig him out. He didn't really have anything to do. It was a boring game, honestly. And, um, yeah, that would be the only positive. Say, look, we had a great season. It's still a 10-point gap. And from Man City to Newcastle, it's a 20-point gap. So, Cronkay, 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 enjoy your Denver Nuggets final. But when they win the championship, it's time to focus on the Arsenal transfer window because, um, yeah, there's a lot to do, a lot to do. And um, the players have to learn from this. We can't we can't have season where we're dick teased again uh-huh. and just 
fucking fold at the end. I mean, that's what happened. You can point to a million things, but I like to keep it simple. You fold it at the end. I mean, that's really all it comes down to. Everybody has injuries except Man City for some reason. Um, but it's the, the reason is because Pep actually rotates his players. I mean, he does. Art, Art, Arteta doesn't. If you, I think if you look up the least changes in the Premier League, it's probably Arsenal. And that's with injuries. So that shows you something. And, you know, the stubbornness of Arteta has to change because that shows you right there. Hey, I mean, on one hand, it could be he doesn't trust Rob Holding. He's not rotating Rob Holding. He's not rotating um, Sambi Lakanga because he doesn't trust these guys. So I would imagine it comes down to that. Maybe he's got a lot of new players in, but he doesn't have everybody he needs. So um, I would imagine that's probably what he's saying because he's probably saying, I don't really trust. Like I've rotated Trossard a bit. Like we've seen him come in for Martinelli, him come in for Jesus, but he doesn't seem to trust Smith Rowe anymore. I don't know what happened with that. And Ketia was his boy. He gave him hundred K a week. Why aren't you rotating him in for Jesus a couple times just to give a different look? So there's a million reasons, but let's be real. You guys folded and this has to be the biggest summer that Arsenal's ever had. Period. Period. Yeah. 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 It, 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 from an outsider's perspective, it definitely has to be. Um, City go through injuries as well, for the record. We haven't know, gone through I as know. many. We go through. We haven't gone through as many in years past. But Pep rotates. I mean. He does. He's infamous I mean, for rotating. And, and to your point to that, the, the, what I would say to that is, to the player's disgruntledness, he rotates. So much so that the Leroy Sanes, that yeah. the Ferran Torreses, they want to leave. So there, there, there's, 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 there's about Jesus. Perfect, great <clears throat> example. These are these are scales that managers, I think, have to have to weigh. If I would have told you that before this past bad run for Arsenal, you had. Let me just confirm one. Two, three losses in five weeks. One, two, three, four, five. In five weeks. Three losses in five weeks. Going going back to the Man City game since April 26th. I think we've had more than that. Um, oh, no. We, no you're right. It's yeah, three, three. draws. You had yeah. draws in there. But, um, okay, let's go with let's three losses in the, in, the five, in the five fixtures since losing the City. You lose the City. You beat Chelsea. You beat Newcastle. Lose the Brighton. Lose the Forest. Okay? Mm-hmm. Five, three losses in five weeks. Before this little stint, would you believe me, yes or no, if I told you that Arsenal had the exact same thing? Three losses in five weeks in the previous, throughout the year. It's happened before. Would you believe me? Kind of. Remember, I said this was coming. I I said it. It was coming. I know. One other time. In January to February, you did it one other time. This, this, the notion, and I'm not defending the, this concept that you didn't bottle. What I'm simply saying is the improvement needs to be how whatever the fuck you do before April, it is still sustainable in April. When that, ma- when that calendar month hints, and I guess I'd have to go back and look at last year's schedule, that pool West Ham, Southampton, it's just... I don't, and this is again. I'm I'm biased to Miguel because I I really do appreciate him. 
But for two some, two years in a row, we have seen in the late parts of the season, you have failed to invigorate your team the way you have been able to all year. And that is a that is a huge, huge alarm that, that needs to be explored because that is where championship managers excel the most. So when you have two years in a row of an of, I don't know if it's an anomaly, but two years in a row of some bottling late in the season, we have got to ask serious questions and nothing's off the table. Doctors, medical, physios, trainers, what's the mood like? What who who are they talking to? What's happening here? Do we need to buy a dog? All things are available on the table. The answer to that is yes. <laughs> so I say I I really do think there's something to build on, but the summer is is it starts now for for Arsenal. It started I guess a couple days ago for Arsenal because you lot didn't decide to show up, uh, which was embarrassing. I I have to admit that is embarrassing. And you're making Gary Neville look right, and I in good conscience I've had enough of this. I in good conscience can't celebrate when you get one out of ten things right. I know, I know. (laughs) I, I I hate to even say that this fucker looks right, but it's all over. It's all over social media, and the fact of the matter is, when you listen to the clip, it's unbelievable how insanely accurate it is. The notion that the that the folks, Big Robbie, I don't know who the lovely lady was who was speaking because the camera's not in her face. I don't know who it is. But the notion Pippa. that the is it, is it what's her name? Pippa, Pippa Mon- Monique. Yeah, she used the, to be on FTV. She's on Sky now, I think. The notion that they completely dismissed his <clears throat> point of if you are only one or two games up and City come knocking and you lose one to two. It can be stretched out. And honestly, I did not believe it because I was like, yeah, okay, so they're going to lose one to two games. We're going to get the lead. And then from there, you think we're going to expand? Like, you don't think they're going to fight for it? Legit, I said that to myself in my head when I first saw that clip, which I'm fairly confident it dated back to the overlap in, in during, the, uh, during the Christmas. I think it was World Cup, yeah, around yeah, there. Or World Cup. So I just could not believe that was accurate at the time. Like Gary Neville, shut the fuck up. You're only hyping them up because you know they're young and they're going to go after it. But man, maybe this is why you're linked to a seasoned 33-year-old ill guy Gundogan champ captain of the the current champions, 3P champions as well. Maybe this is why you need some sort of fortitude in that type of locker room to kind of bring the seniority, bring the leadership. Uh, Miguel's not enough. You definitely need it from a player's perspective, but where is it? Where is it on your roster right now? And I can actually make a strong argument that it is a absent. You got Zinni and Jesus, but they're younger. They're not really going to, they're going to talk it because they've seen it goosebumps for the rest of the locker room, but then they're going to be the same guys that go out and party with them later that night. And so it's like, you can give the leadership only to a certain degree. Where is it to where, I mean, I, I'm not going to sit here and brag. This is an Arsenal topic right now, but I'm not, I'm going to give you case in point right here with Erling Holland, where Pep Guardiola said, we got back late. We just beat the team, whoever it was, and he went straight to training. He went straight to the physio and got medicals at 11 a.m. and stayed until midnight and then went home and slept and came in the next morning and did his thing. The guy is elite in professionalism as well. It's wild to think that that kid at 21, 22 is already doing it. Sokka's doing that same shit. I saw similar articles that he was similar in the sense that he's a professional and he does things kind of the right way and he's got a humbling attitude. I mean, those things can only go so far, but when they're your best players doing it, 
and they're not necessarily the vocal leaders too. You need it in different angles. You need the old man to be able to talk up and, and shout down on some of the young cubs. You need to be able to have the young cubs kind of see from the professionals up top and kind of be like, all right, I get it. I need to do that too. I mean, Jack Grealish lives like five, six doors down from Erling Holland. And apparently Jack Grealish has come out over the weekend saying like Erling's so professional that he's made me party less. Like, just think about that. Like the, the whole concept of seeing these types of things and you hear it. And this is aspects to what title D title run details championship runs matter when you have the, the counterbalance to it that allows for a, a nice smoothness to it all overall it's crazy to me it's really crazy something to think about as arsenal tries to progress to that level oh so <clears throat> let's move on to these uh gun to one links yeah. um because i woke up this morning to uh david ornstein tweet credible man he's a very credible man um, let, me, let me just pull up the exact tweet. Yeah. Because it was more than just the gun to one link as we start. I, I'm definitely in summer window mode already. I mean, I don't give a fuck about that Wolves game at all. Um, <laughs> David Ornstein tweets, Arsenal trying to sign Man City captain Elkai Gundogan. Arteta wants 32-year-old if Xhaka goes. Fresh attempts will be made to keep him at Manchester City and other options. AFC, Arsenal FC additionally pushing hard for Rice and Mount, plus renewed efforts to secure Ethan Wanieri, who man, you guys are trying to steal from our academy as well. I don't know if you know about that. Um, there was more from Ornstein in a separate thing that um, we are also keeping eyes on Kudis from Ajax, which I, I kind of like. Yeah, I like him too. Um, I just don't midfielder, right? Defender, defender, midfielder. He's like an attacking mid slash right wing slash false nine. I think he plays a bunch of positions, but um, yeah. So that was surprising for me. Um, go ahead. I'm here. Um, first of all, I. I would absolutely take him. He's an excellent leader, you know, something that uh, we just mentioned that we would need, and especially with Xhaka going, you know, when the news that Xhaka is definitely pretty much gone um, came out, I said, no, we don't need two midfielders, we need three. I thought we needed two. Um, hold on, I gotta fix the mic. All right. Yeah, as, we were as talking we gun to one. Um, we had some technical I, I difficulties. David Ornstein but, um, is... Yeah, so for, for one, you know, uh, the one thing I do like about this is that um, seems like Arsenal kind of agrees. If Jack leaves, we do definitely need three midfielders. Um, so that's a good thing for me you know, from what I'm seeing. Um, you know, there, was, there wasn't many midfield links last year. I think we were only linked to like Tielemans, solid link. Yeah. But um, that was like the only one. So that was always concerning for me. I'm saying, why don't we have more midfield links if we, we we need a midfielder, I guess. They didn't think he needed a midfielder. They didn't think they needed a midfielder. Came back to bite him. Um, so that's a good thing that they, they're like, hey, we want Rice and we want Mount and we want, if Jaka leaves, we want a, a veteran, someone probably on a free too. So, you know, we'll talk about that because I, honestly, I, I don't see how, why Gundogan would come to Arsenal. I just don't. I think if he leaves City, it's for another league, La Liga, Fraud Salona. Mm -hmm. um, 
the, the shameful know. league called La Liga, by the way, full of racists. Um, we'll get to that later. But, yeah, I just don't see it. I, I really don't. What's your perspective? Well, so what I and, – and, and this is – it's going to sound like a shitty City fan who's kind of frustrated with dealing with the Arsenal. And also, let me, let me make sure it's not just Arsenal. I said early on in this podcast, I had really, really big issues with how Fraud Salona approached every single summer, snagging at our players. And, you know, again, reminding ourselves of the overall theme, right? We're the world's biggest small club, right? We're, we're nothing. We're little. Every year to be having links of people trying to snag the smallest club and try to get at their players, I, I find amusing. And especially with the, the, you know, La Liga, and of course we'll get into it later. How full of racismos all of them. But what I would say is, David Ornstein's not dumb. This is not coming out of nowhere. There's an interest from Arsenal, no question, in having our technical difficulties. I've gotten some recent fresh, which it always seems to be five, six, seven o'clock at night, which is midnight <laughs> in Europe, to when I get these types of updates. Or if you ever notice, I don't know if you know this, but Twitter's rocking. For us as as football fans, Twitter rocks five, six, seven, eight o'clock at night with like all of the leaks and shit that's gonna be in the reports the following morning. Um if Pep well, this is the latest city take on it. Should should have Pep, and also you should know, similar to Jack and Holland living a couple doors down, Ilkai and Pep live like a couple floors from one another. Allegedly, had Pep felt like this was Ilkai's farewell, he would have put him on five to ten minutes left versus Chelsea in our last match going into the game. Remember, the coordination to this makes a lot of sense. Coming into the game, we had the championship locked up. Title's ours. It's more about trying to look at the lineup we put out as we talk more. I'll do the little breakdown later. City um, Extra. City Extra. Yeah. The, the the notion is that Pep would have played him and got him on, let him say his farewell, which if you look to other players in past seasons, we've done that, which again, it just makes sense. So I don't, I don't, I'm not buying it. Um, I'm also not going to buy what City Extra is also putting out right now, where they're saying, we are feeling more and more confident based on the the details of a two-year deal that we're offering in comparison to what Barcelona are offering. It says in the post, Ilkay favors what our structure is in comparison. Sir, there's no fucking structure different that they can that we can offer that they can that they cannot. I don't know what you're offering here. In fact, they they can offer a beautiful beach. We cannot. So th- that that's that's false. I'm I'm calling cap on that. So it's just right now, it's feelings. He just lifted it for us. He's our captain. He could be potentially lifting two more. Knock on Alex Ferguson's head. So we don't know. We don't know. And I think it's a little bit of emotion for him right now. But from an Arsenal perspective, I, I have to admit, on a personal standpoint, I'm getting a little bit of some frustration, feeling the sense that we want to just keep trying to pick and pick and pry and just kind of snap a little bit. And, hey, can we do, can we talk? I've said it before. Tiki, stop answering the fucking phone. Just stop it. We're done there. Until Arsenal want to call us about, hey, we're about to let go of Miguel. Do you want to maybe kind of bring him on again? Unless we have that conversation, 
I don't want to. I don't want to hear from Arsenal. Nothing. I'll get all your emails from the Premier League. Copy me in it. Tell me how Gunnarsaurus is doing. I hope he's recovering well. Enjoy the summer. I, tell me how Wynn is doing. I'm sure we're going to see beautiful pictures of that beautiful chocolate lab. But do not answer the phone for Arsenal. I'm done with it. I'm done with it. Do not fuel them anymore. They're fine. They've gotten enough. Go somewhere else. You guys have stolen a fair share of Arsenal players, so I don't want to hear the whining, to be honest. And so, so this is a good this is a good point to bring up. I think you're going to note Sammy Nazari. I think you're going to note um, Adebayor. Who Adebayor? Oh God, I love that Adebayor celebrating in front of you guys, running all the way down. That <laughs> love that moment. Thank you for reminding me of that. Yes. So what I would say there is, Ilka is an expiring contract. He's going to be on a free. He's free to negotiate whoever. Sammy Nazari, you guys could have signed and extended if you really wanted. I don't think you guys weren't wanting any part of that. So if it's players that you guys were kind of pushing away to a certain degree, I mean, come on. It's very much known. He's a captain. We value our captain. Also, I do want to know the little bit of difference of a captain. Could you imagine if another big six club went after another big six club's captain? That's a that's a pretty big deal, I think. I think you're being very nitpicky here. Those are extremely good, important details. What do you mean? I mean, I don't think you it matters if he's a captain or not. If if somebody wants your player, I mean, it, this has been happening for years. Chelsea do it and City do it. I mean, the big clubs always pick off the other clubs. I mean, and now it's happening in reverse and you guys are getting upset about it. No, I wouldn't. I'm not getting all ruffled like, oh, this is a problem. What are we going to do? This has got to stop. It's more of why talk to them? anymore i see it like liverpool but liverpool has no input in it oh no, no, no. To talk to good no, completely arsenal agree. can talk to him because he's out Comple- of a contract in a week completely agree to to that point completely agree but i would but let's not act like arsenal aren't trying to go after some of the things that city have already so i mean this is like yeah, you said it comes from there that's that's i mean that's gonna happen it's like sure of course we're not the only same thing like uh, Ten Hag's picking players off of Ajax. Yeah, but Arteta played for PSG. We don't see him going after Neymar. Played for. Okay. Ten Hag coached there. So the relationship, whether you were there as a player, as a coach, it can go back and forth. Nevertheless, so the relationship what you're familiar with. I mean, sure. You know, just like sure. you know, Ten Hag's going to probably go after Kudus as well. Uh, yeah. Ajax player. You know, it's it. It happens. I mean. You guys, you guys are fine. You guys will be fine whether we one comes, which I think I, if I had to put a percentage on it, I'm at like 10%, honestly. Yeah. I don't see it happening. Uh, like I said, the only good thing that I pick from that report is that we're going for three midfielders, most yeah. likely. Um, and I'm thinking Gundogan's attractive because of his, you know, captain, city, Arteta city connection, and because he's a free. So – the next thing I'm going to do is see what other midfielders are free transfers because I could imagine they don't want to blow their entire 200-something budget on midfielders when we have other positions to address. Um, <clears throat> Ornstein has been very, very articulate about Caicedo and Rice. Doesn't see Arsenal doing both. And today he drops the Mount News. You know, I'm, I'm not really for going after Chelsea players. I hate Chelsea. I'm tired of signing their players, but this mountain link seems genuine. Um, the fact that I think Rice and Mount are best friends, so 
I mean, I doubt they're doing it because of the friendship, but, you know, I think if Declan is done quickly, that could be something that, you know, Mount says, hey, I might want to go there and play with my boys from England, you know, so, and he gets to stay in London, you know, West London, North London. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I, th- I think there is a player in there. I just, I would want a more sexy option. But the thing with Caicedo Rice is, you know, Xhaka, who's limited at that eight, there's a lot of like things he does that I I really haven't seen Caicedo do. There's a lot of things he does I haven't seen Rice do. These are guys, these guys are more defensive midfielders, mm-hmm. crashing into the box, dropping in crosses with your left foot. Uh, stuff that Jack has done all year. Can mm-hmm. is is Mikel thinking? Hmm, I think Mount is better suited for that role, that Jaka role. I think that's why that link is more. And plus, Brighton's probably going to ask for. 80 plus for Caicedo. Chelsea's in a position, not in the position to fucking demand the most money for Mount. So I think it's more of, okay, we're going to spend around 90 for, for Rice. Hopefully we can spend around 40 to 50 for Mount. And that'll leave us with an extra possibly 100 million for the rest of the holes to fill in. So Mount's contract expires next year. He's next not. Year. So he's okay. got a year left in the summer. And he's not renewing. He hasn't renewed yet. Okay. So, I don't think that's happening. They need to make money off people too. He's one yeah. of their most attractive prospects. Yeah, no, no, it's it's lucrative for for it's in Chelsea's best interest to obviously consider certain options and assets that they have and and, and release. I, I completely understand. So, I guess what 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 I'm kind of thinking is go back in the season as an Arsenal fan and look at all the positions that you had where Granite was either creating or finding himself in a, in, in a position to create. And now insert yourself a Mason Mount. And all the positions where he was too flat-footed and slow to not finish a chance or make something happen. And, and, and put a and, little more pace. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think the most attractive thing for, for Rice, I mean, he has had double-digit assists and goal seasons mm-hmm. in a team with Chelsea where, you know, I, I was never really a fan of them going forward, you know, under that Tuchel season. but Never liked it. Yeah, but um, he's a great presser too, and you know we like that high press, that energetic press. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I think then that I can see why he would he would like him. But I'm just tired of the Chelsea connection personally. And see, look look at you, you're going 180. Like, I'm over here uh, tired of the Arsenal connection, and you're over there tired of it. The, give me more of the history club. of the Chelsea of the Arsenal Chelsea. Julian, Peter Cheque. Uh, yeah, yeah. David Luiz. I mean, there's oh, a bunch David. of them. You're right. You're Jorginho. Right. You're right. I mean, there's yeah. a lot recently. And you're right. They I never really think, work I... out. <laughs> yeah. Peter Check makes me laugh. That one was kind of, yeah. But yeah. Uh, I agree. Okay. So, so to your point, um, yeah. This is, a, this is a different one, though. Those guys I just mentioned were kind of at the end of it. This mm-hmm. guy's mm-hmm. kind of at the beginning still. I, I mean, what, what age is he? I, mean, I would imagine I think he's, he's 23 or 24. I think, yeah. I think he's 24. Yeah, I think Mason Mount is on the right side of 25, not even uh, 30, obviously. Oh, yeah, yeah. he's 24. January Fucking 10th. hell. Yeah, it makes sense. You so the number for me for Mason Mount, you know, it, it's it's this is where Edu, you know, this is where Edu's got to cook. If if Mason Mount is is a confirmed, we can do it. And I actually think, based on what you share with me, you put the imagery in my head. I thought of everything right there and think I think it's a sexy pick based on how you described it. Exactly right. So going with that, 
You win that if the number starts with a three. Holy shit, you robbed Chelsea. Bent them over backwards, no loot. You start number starts with a four, you good business. You did what you needed to do. Starts with a number five, and now you're probably getting crocky cronky pissed. And now the treasure chest just got a little bit smaller. And I'm just <laughs> stingy. I'm just thinking that's how that fucker lives. That's how that fucker is gonna be. Especially be. And here's Here's the other thing, too, about a Kroenke, or I shouldn't say this about Kroenke. I don't know Kroenke like this. What I would say, here's what I think about if I'm taking the position that he couldn't be a little stingy little fuck. Who the first business he does with this summer could ultimately give a lot more further implications as to what the rest of the summer is, too. I was super pissed off that Kaladu Kulabali uh, did not come to City, and we were so close, but Laurentis had to be an absolute prick, only for us to get slapped by Leicester. 5-2 or something in the league. Mares and Ake scored. And then the very next game, Ruben Diaz starts and the rest is history after we've picked him up. And we were linked to so many other guys. And I was like, bro, Ruben Diaz? Right, seriously? Okay, but we got it. Whatever. Let's roll with it. And the rest moves. So, I mean, this could really benefit in your favor. This could really, really benefit in your favor if Mason Mount is that guy. Um I remember, I think where it was, January, maybe February, when we were still kind of, eh, where I, I saw the links and I was like, I, I think he can do work with us next year if we were looking to get rid of, you know, yeah. situations and all that. So he's a good player. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Uh, the last part of that tweet was uh, about securing one of our academy projects, Juan Yeri. The, uh, he came on 15 years old, youngest Premier League player to get time, if you remember that earlier in the season. I forget what game that was, but you little scoundrels are trying to rip us off. So I don't want to hear about the fucking, oh, why are you talking to Ilkay Gundogan? Because you guys are trying to rip off our our little academy product. Our our academy is lacking right now, to be honest with you. We and we did it to ourselves to a certain degree. Jaden Broff, we sent off to Borussia Dortmund in hopes to do good business so that we can kind of, again, show good favor in hopes to sign Jude backfired. Uh, Kauke. Uh, K-Y, K-A-Y, K-Y, Kauki, um, young Brazilian what? player. Yeah, K-A-Y, K-Y, Kauki. Okay. He's nasty. Very, very fucking good. I want to look him up. Um, he's playing now for the club we just signed, Bohia, I think. Um, so we loaned him out there. Castellanos is doing his thing. We loaned him out to uh, Girona. Uh, well, actually, he's not an academy player. What am I talking about him for? Um, but yeah, we, we, we're looking grim. We're looking a little grim and Borges is probably, I'm hoping gets an upgrade, uh, to the senior team next year. He's played tremendously well, but signs are saying no. Um, I don't know my, my frustrations. If I had to look at the club right now with man city doing a three P in all three phases, I'm a little upset that some of the Academy players are not getting the opportunity to come up into the, into the main team. Uh, I have to admit, I actually had hopes for uh, what was the guy that really kind of it, it turned me. I think it was Jaden Broff, where I was like, "Why did we let him go? We like literally loaned him out or or gave him out to, to Dortmund." Um, so yeah, there, there, there's something to that. We need to improve the academy, and if we go out and buy, brother, it's a business. I'm all cool with that. I'm all cool with that. But yeah, I can understand from your perspective. It makes sense. Is he prime? Is he like one of your best players in the academy? Yeah. Oh, I want him then. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> hopefully we can keep him. And uh, I, I've painted a the negative Arsenal fan in me has painted a scenario in my head mm-hmm. that Gundogan signs, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. fan base is excited, Pep Guardiola comes and steals Declan Rice, 
<laughs> so wait, so <laughs> wait. What do you think of this? So you get a you get a thirty three going on thirty four year old now to come come give you the and senior help. But you don't go get the young, vibrant midfielder you've been linked to. We go, much, we go try to get him. Yeah, but you fail. Like, no, nah, I don't. I don't know, man. I don't know. We you know what I would buy? In in your in your nightmare, in your dream, in your nightmare scenario, what are what is City doing with Calvin Phillips? Because we're not gonna be fucking. If Declan Rice yeah. comes, that's we're waving the flag on Calvin Phillips, and we're hoping that we can get at least the forty we spent for him. So, do you think you guys still believe in him, or so that? How did he do this weekend? Because I'm dude, not gonna lie, I didn't watch a second of that game. That's a great question. Do you do, do you want me to just go straight into the city thing now? I I can do it now when you ask this question because I feel like the Calvinson the Calvin Phillips situation is going to be answered in the, in the two games that we have left. To be completely honest with you, I know that's crazy to say, but he's he's got his first start with us. He almost had a uh, he had a shot on goal had a header uh, off the post he was gonna score um he played well but there's not a trust there's not a confidence there yet with him there's not a uh, uh not a confidence from the player or from the team um probably both okay. he's noted his lack of confidence similar to jack grealish he actually said you know I, I talked to jack about it often about his first year here and it wasn't really uh all the best of times but you know fortitude gotta stay true and the manager believes in me similar to things like that but even in jack's first year he was getting a couple more starts he was playing more based on the need and the requirement that we had he's not and that's because we literally have the best defensive midfielder on the fucking planet so unfortunately for calvin he's not going to get those moments now rotary has been overworked my concern is this i just truly don't think in game time scenarios we have the trust in him to be able to make those right decisions we don't have the trust in him so much that we went to john stones going in a dm role for us to fucking that's true that's that's what that tells you let's be honest so we cannot we cannot sit here and say, Calvin, we would not move for Declan Rice. Any City fan who's telling you, no, give give Calvin Phillips time. It's not that we're not going to give Calvin Phillips time. It's simply that if Pep feels right now that's what we need, we move. Wave the white fry. I don't give a fuck. It does not bother me none. We've been so good in the window lately. I, I'll take the L. I'll laugh about it later if he goes on and plays successfully somewhere else. Has there been any history of you guys bailing on a player this quickly after one oh, season? Fuck. Oh man. Uh yes. Uh I think Negredo would be one. Nolito would probably be one. Um uh, I think we gave up on um Mangala's not not Mangala's not fair because Mangala came in and was just like literally a body. Uh, I'd, I'd say probably Negredo and, and Nolito would be the ones for me that we signed and they weren't what they were. We sent them right back. And that was in Pep's first or second year. Nolito was Pep's first year. Negredo, Negredo was actually during Pellegrini's time. So if I set the over under of... 15 Premier League starts for Calvin Phillips next year. Fuck. Under? The window will tell me the answer. But I, if a, a gun to my head says, I think we I think we improve over. And I'm going to say under. So you sell him this summer or swap him? 
Swap, swap. I think we need to capitalize on that asset, honestly. You know, Tuchel is over here talking about how much he likes Declan Rice. Bayern Munich. Uh, my, yeah, that's my, not happening. I saw that link, too. And they want to give 70 for him, too. It's it's funny to me how Bayern, they'll pay a lot of money for interleague teams. But when it comes to paying the Premier League, they always want to lowball. They said yeah. they value him at like 60 or 70. I think it was 70 million euros, which is like 62 pound, million pound. It's like, they're not going to do that, West Ham. I mean, it's, You're that's getting clear. a top 10 midfielder in your league and on He's site. not going to go to Germany. Every, everything said that he wants to stay in London. Um, so why would he go to Germany? I mean, if he, if he wants to stay in London, it's not that far of a stretch that he goes to another Premier League club. But to say, I want to stay in London, but I'm going to go to Germany, he can do that Bayern Munich move in his 30s. He's still young. I imagine yeah. he still wants to live around his family and all that. And yeah, there was some there was some news that broke yesterday from some Chelsea in the nose because even though they suck, uh, you know Todd Bowley's <laughs> a madman, uh, absolute madman. So up, I, I I always feared Chelsea the most because no. he wants to stay in London. He's a Chelsea fan, um, and we know Todd, and he can get desperate. And if Pochettino said, "Hey, I want Rice at all any, you know, by any means necessary." We know Bowley would have went in, slapped 100 mil on the table, gave him 350k a week, and said, "Hey, come, come to, come to London. We'll be in the Champions League next year," you know. So, but some Chelsea in the nose were saying that something happened between Chelsea and Rice that it's basically they they'd be absolutely shocked if he went to Chelsea at this point. The rekindling of the relationship for Chelsea and Declan Rice would have to be a focal point from Pochettino, and it starts with an extension to Mason Mount. If you see breaking news, Mason Mount extends with Chelsea, then you have to start wondering where the pivot is from Chelsea's perspective from who's now leaving. I now, the moment, if, if the first name, the first name that comes to mind when I see, if, if I were to see the headline, Mason Mount stays. I know position-wise it has nothing to do with one another. But in my head, Kai Halvertz is now going to Bayern Munich. I think Aut- so. Automatically in my head, that German leaves that team. That's where the value is next in being able to get something similar. And in my head directly, I'm thinking, Kai Havertz, where is that guy going to end up? Most likely outside of the league to probably some of the biggest bidder or you know the, 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 the highest bidder. And that is where Chelsea can solve that that change of pivot, and that could come from a bully, absolute, you know, uh, 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 hijacking 2.0. Um, but I think you have insider information. I think you've already stressed it enough. Chelsea have kind of flocked it, and and it'll 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 be interesting. But I, I don't I don't see it. I, I got Declan Arsenal pretty much locked in at this point. I think that's the first move of the summer, honestly. I lied. Ilkay extension, which leads to a Declan immediate sighting, immediate. I think Jaka to Bayern Leverkusen is going to happen first, actually. Yeah, that's true. That sounds true. pretty much done. It's being reported as done. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. So, I mean, I just want to quickly go over these games in the weekend. Um, you guys beat Chelsea 1-0. Julian Alvarez goal officially has as many goals as Darwin Noodles. Um, yep. <laughs> which I found interesting. And by the way, next week we got to we got to do our Premier League team of the season um, yeah. and all that stuff. So we have to set that. So we'll do that after, you know, the weekend. Oh, yeah. Uh, for sure. We'll do that. But 
So let's go over these games. Zero uh, zero today, Newcastle. Did you see that Bruno Gomez miss? I did. Did you see that Bruno Gomez potential red? <laughs> yes, he's a dirty player. He's a very, that very guy, dirty player. That guy's yeah. a little. He gets some legs up there sometimes, man. Yeah, he's a dirty, dirty player. That miss was absolutely hilarious. He almost <laughs> it, the only way it would have been more funny if he hurt himself by hitting his actual head on the pole post as well. But that that was. I don't know how he did that, but yeah, yeah. he got stuffed by the post. Um, pretty fucking funny, in my opinion. Um, yeah, so your team won. Phillips got in, didn't do anything amazing. Anything to say about that? Celebrations after you popped champagne, you smoked a fat yeah. L. I'm, I'm I'm still smoking on that Chelsea pack. You know, the, this what I would say is the, these things right here. Just quickly, let me get out of the way for you. Um, it's the second round of world-class starters. Julian Alvarez, world-class. Phil Foden, world-class. Riyad Mahrez will probably end as the best African player the Premier League has ever seen. Uh, Stat-wise, title-wise, it's incredible. Cole Palmer. <laughs> Cole Deli Ali Palmer, what a baller. World-class. Calvin Phillips, world-class. Rico Lewis, 18, year old, 18 years old, world-class. Sergio Gomez. The- <laughs> What's going on right now? Sergio Gomez, the fan himself, the kid who's been filmed on in pictures on Twitter as a Man City fan when he was like like 13, 14 years old, uh, world class. Amrick Laporte, world class. Kanji, world class. Kyle, world class Walker, world class. Stefan Ortega Moreno. You gotta trust a man as your keeper who's got three fucking names. For the record, we got him for free, and I actually think we're gonna sell him for an amazing profit this year. He's been an incredible keeper, and City have a serious issue june 3rd saturday who do we fucking start in that game stefan Vega moreno has not given up a goal in the fa cup that's all i'm gonna yeah. say when he's playing i'm just saying there's a conversation to be have uh we've talked a lot about transfers and money so far i want to make sure i get this right in here right now everton paid 15 million for neil mape <laughs> julian alvarez cost 14 million akanje did they really million. pay 15 for Mopai? I, look, I looked it up. That's I wanted to make sure. They deserve to be relegated just for that alone. Just, it's incredible to me. Um, the first trophy Brighton, lift. Brighton human trafficking. Yeah, it's, it's, it's incredible. It's incredible. I, that We're going to get to them, dude, because I just think it's absolutely ridiculous. Ilkay Gundogan, the first captain that I have seen for the for the for for Manchester City with a beautiful mop of hair. First one. Everyone else, bald captains. Love to see it. The game ends 1-0. 24 straight competitions now. Since February 5th that we have either won or drawn. At this point, with 50 appearances in his short time as a Manchester City Nordic Viking, Erling Holland has given 52 goals and 8 assists. 60 goal contributions in 50 appearances. He has won the Premier League. He has finished with as the Football Writers Association Football Player of the Year and all those Player of the Months and all that shit. But that, that, that's for the birds. Uh, Phil in midfield. Oh, my fucking God, Phil in midfield. He looked great again. In his natural position, the future is solid with Phil playing the 10 and just roaming that midfield. Good night. It was sexy. Loved it. Can't get enough about how clinical Julian is for the tender age of 19, 20, 21. It's incredible. He is. He just knows how he's, to finish. He's three different ages. 
I don't really know his exact age. He's like 19, 20, 20. I don't know. He's not, I know I know he's not old enough to have alcohol, but I don't think he's technically a teenager. So that's why I say 19, 20, 21. I'm going to search those uh, pictures. And if he's not old enough to have alcohol and he had alcohol, I will be making a formal complaint to the league. I'm so happy you said that because Erling Holland on Saturday was v- recorded by Sky Sport getting off of the mic on a hot mic, looking the Jack Grealish and saying, I fucking love you too. Currently, you will find on Twitter. United He's 23. Fans. Where'd you get 19, 21? Alvarez who, who 23. is 23? Alvarez. Alvarez is 23? Yeah. 23 years old. Serial winner. That's unbelievable. And he's worth 14 million. Good night. Unbelievable. 23-year-old Julian Alvarez. So clinical for his age. Absolutely amazing. Thank you for absolutely correcting me on that. Yes, but seriously, though, United fans are trying to get Erling Holland suspended for the FA Cup because he cussed on the mic. And they are using their citing. Cussed Wayne, on the mic all year. Wayne Rooney. Wayne Rooney was was caught on a high, hot mic and was suspended back in the day during the United run. Stop United it. fans are. I, hey, listen, just sharing, sharing with you what's out there right now. Uh, Rico Lewis. Oh, my God, dude. Rico Lewis. Extension coming. Sign the contract. Stay with us. Keep growing. Pep loves you. You're keeping Pep youthful. You're keeping Pep here. It's players like Rico Lewis that we're going to look back on. And if Pep extends to a 10th year and gives us that time, it's because of players like Rico Lewis that he's going to keep him young and, and kind of fit. This is a three-peat never been done before for the under 18, for the Premier League 2, and the Premier League. Absolutely fucking incredible. Absolutely incredible. And... I now leave you with these thoughts. I really, really want to understand this. What the hell triggered this? On February 6th, we had 115 charges by the Premier League. The January 30, on the January window, when it closed on the 31st, Jao Cancelo was out. Pep called us a happy flowers team to the media. Said it's all good. We don't look out for Rico Lewis young players. And then I'm going to tell you this right now. These last three things, or these two things mainly. Tottenham Hotspurs. Brian, Tottenham Hotspurs. I've never heard of them. Yeah, they're shit. I know. <laughs> and what do you think of shit? Tottenham. I know. I've heard it all before. Okay? Yep, yep, yep. On the 19th. No, 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 no. February, no, no. right? No, it was February 2nd. We beat them. On February 5th, we lose. one nothing. the Spurs. We go back and forth from going 4-2 to one nothing. In the 2-0 moment at half, we're down to Tottenham. It is rumored that Pep Guardiola in that locker room went at every single top head in that team. And the last person to get absolutely berated was Erling Holland himself. Come back to win that game 4-2. We then lose on the fifth. one nothing. Was it that first. close? We were down Three two, days apart? Yeah. No, no, no. Uh, the games yeah, were three, three days apart? Two. I don't think it, it was that close. It, it, it was. I remember. It was close, but it wasn't three, very close. three days. I'll, yeah, I'll yeah. tell you. No, you're, you're, you're spot on. Let me tell you right now. We lost. What do you think he said to Holland? That's what February fifth, January nineteenth, the nineteenth. He allegedly said, "Kevin is quiet. Not enough of a leader. None of you want to pick up uh, Rico Lewis when he gets down and just gets bullied 
by some of these top Hoiberg was absolutely bullying, bullying Rico Lewis that whole game and not a single player defended him absolutely triggered pep triggered pep and then to lose to him one nil we haven't looked back since man we haven't looked back since the combination of those things especially with the last thing i think is just absolutely ridiculous we lose players because of conceitedness prima donna whatever go by jow we figure it out by sticking john john stones in fucking midfield and that for me those variables right there all in the same amount of time you have enough of a of a of a look at your locker room guy to the left, look at your locker room guy to the right. You know who's in your foxhole when you have the whole league charging you for bullshit. You then know that Cancelo does his thing, and then it's just like, man, fuck. Okay, we're losing it, but he was kind of a cancer anyway. One nil to a team that you know that you're better than, and then it fucking flips. You just never look back. It's been incredible to me. It's just legendary shit. And I hope it keeps going. I really don't. We have 180 minutes before we play United. Brentford and Brighton. And in those 180 minutes, I think 100 of those need to be taken serious. We need to go and keep the rhythm for all the starters. June 3rd is going to be a huge, huge moment. And I'm actually fully into the United focus right now. I'm going to be watching their last game. Who is it against, I think? Are they? Yeah, they got someone else on Super Sunday. Um, I'm going to watch. I'm going to be watching and seeing what United do because the focal point right now, man, is the FA Cup. I'm not even thinking about Inter Milan. Although the drama with Inter Milan on Twitter is another thing. Spaces. <laughs> spaces coming soon. A Twitter spaces between... Uh, City, a city fan who's a a lawyer and a sports journalist between a inner inner Milan uh, 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 correspondent writer, something else like that about the charges, lawyers, all this shit. It's ridiculous. I was listening to it on uh, before the pod, but yeah, I'm not I'm not thinking about inner right now. I'm thinking about United, trying to make sure we can get a double first. Yeah, and we'll talk about that. Uh, it's in two weekends, right? Yeah, Saturday, two two Saturdays from now. Yep. Anyway, um, you were speaking about uh, a certain team, a certain team that is officially out of Europe. I don't know if it's actually official, but I'm going to say it's official because they are a gutless, gutless bunch, and it is an official. Aston Villa have to win their final game. And they will get the conference league. Tottenham. Tottenham, Tottenham, Tottenham. <laughs> I have Tony suspended. Doesn't matter. Final home game. Possibly final home game for Harry Kane. Doesn't matter. You still get absolutely rolled. Absolutely rolled. And I'm 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 enjoying it, especially because this clown expressions. Is just making videos at the Emirates. He's really, really being a delusional loser Tottenham fan. Yes. You can make fun of us, but you're taking it a little extreme when your club is literally having a funeral, had a funeral Sunday. Your club is, is finished, my friend. You're done. No Europe. You're going to get no signings this summer. Whoever you want, Newcastle is going to take for you. Your top six spot, your big six spot is gone. Newcastle has already taken that with the Champions League. Your club is done. Harry Kane, 
Harry Kane sitting there watching his club not even able to muster a win against a Ivan Tony-less Brentford. You think he's sitting there saying, oh, yeah. You know what I really hope happens? I hope Kane stays another year and leaves on a free. That would make it even better. Let's make the farewell tour like Kobe's farewell tour, where he did a whole season farewell tour. Everybody gave him flowers, kind of like Mariano Rivera's. Make it a, make it one of those, and at the end, your final home game in Tottenham, you give a big wave to the fans, but really that wave's a big middle finger when you get absolutely not a dollar from Harry Kane. That would make me happy because your club is done. Three Brentford, one Spurs, and I'm, I'm going around doing my rounds on YouTube, watching watch-alongs. Hearing Tottenham fans still say that Oliver Skip's a good midfielder. <laughs> I mean, this is this fan base is a disgrace. Watching Isaac Kime say, I'm enjoying this first half, only to get absolutely rolled in the second half. I mean, you think this fan base would have a wake-up call at some point as you shuffle through managers like the Kardashians shuffle through basketball players. I mean... It's bad. I, I, I can't. I couldn't believe my ears that they were still trying to justify Eric Dyer, Oliver Skip. Bad players. I mean, it's hilarious, and you know, not enough is being made about how Tottenham bottled top four. I mean, this is the team that was in top four most of the season. Mm-hmm. Most of the season they were in it, not even playing good ball. They didn't have to do a whole lot to to grab it. I mean. What what is Man United and Newcastle going to finish on? Uh, oh, God. 70, 73 points. Okay. I mean, that was gettable. That's good. That's your third place right there. And you have Harry Kane scoring almost 30 goals in a Premier League season. And you're going to finish in eighth place. And I'm, I'm not even being hy- hyperbolic. This is the end of Tottenham. This is truly the end of Tottenham. They're going to get some guy named Arnie Slot to be their manager. I mean, who the fuck is going to come there? Richarlison. More more, more yellow cards than goals. Yeah. I mean, this Man. club is absolutely finished, and I'm enjoying it. I'm massively enjoying it. You should be. You should be. I know the rivalry is strong, and it's stern in you. And right now, I'm sorry. You know, they have nothing to make fun of. You can make fun of titles not coming to second place. You can make fun of the fact that uh, uh, Arsenal have played bad in the last month or two. What you can't make fun of is the fact that they're heading in the right direction. What you can't make fun of is Europe will be played in London through Arsenal, period, bar none. I can sit here and bitch all I want about the Arsenal transfers and this nagging at City and the stuff that they want to do. It's because they're contending now. As a City fan, I have to think about Arsenal now. And in respect to anyone else, I haven't had to think about none of you lot before, specifically Tottenham. And to think that after this, after this, you think it's bad now. You think your last are good now, Brian. You are about to have an absolute Saturday Night Live classic run for decades to come in my humble opinion like snl peaking in the 90s 
You're about to have Tottenham peaking now in absolute satire. You're going to give away arguably the greatest English scorer in current Prem history. Okay? He could potentially, he's going to stay in the league, I think. Unless, I mean, I don't know. That's weird. We're Texas. A couple teams outside of the country could snack. But Real Madrid come knocking. Ooh. He's the right race, too. He won't receive uh, racism <laughs> over there in La Liga. <laughs> unless Gringo gets <laughs> unless Gringo gets yelled at him a couple times. <laughs> Bro, <laughs> it's so valid. <laughs> Those are a bunch of cocksuckers, man. They are just they're fascist people out there. I don't understand. I don't understand Spain. You never ran the land, bro. Your country's famous for ships. Your country's famous for ships. I never understood the, like, the Armada, like, I don't know, bro. Those racist pieces of shit. But that's absolutely so funny, man. You're so true. Yeah, he's perfect out there. But but back to Tottenham and the shit. I, I just think we're about to enjoy. Eighth place. A, yeah. Yeah, it's, like. No what? Europe. Nope, Mr. But, but, Daniel it, Levy, who loves yeah. him some European money. None yeah. of it. You thought he was it's tight true. before. <laughs> it's so true. He you ain't going to have nothing. was tight him. before. Yeah. He, you're going to get the biggest waffle from him. Oh, prospects. He's going to go get babies to play and say, you know, that, that they're talented and the youthfulness is coming in. Trust this the is process. Yeah, yeah, it's coming. It's coming. The trust the process is coming for Tottenham fans because they, I'm telling you, the, all of their show, social media content, it's it's about to hit an all-time low. I'm telling you, even more than Chelsea fans because what's even, well, Chelsea fans is going to be fun because they those nematodes keep spending and still can't get it right. Tottenham, they've just so, I can't even think of any moment throughout this Premier League year where I actually said, look at Tottenham. Like they're 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 get, they're getting it together. They're not a big club. Man. I said it when Conte made fun of them in the press conference and then left. <laughs> Look at Tottenham. Look at them. Look, I mean, it's 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 bad bad times and it's bad times to come, dude. This is the 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 laughter for all of us is just starting. Daniel, I'm not joking when I say this. Daniel Levy needs to think about selling that damn team. One hundred percent. If he has any sort of spine. He either decides to say we're getting this right or decides to say I'm getting enough ridicule right Could now. Happen. Glazer's delaying again. And and Tottenham fans, the, the, the Saudi – look, the Middle East is in the game. It's here. And what's funny is if United don't do it after the crying of all the Glazers out – the next club who's been crying about the city money and the Newcastle money will gladly raise their hands and ask for it too. The backwards rumors of West Ham. Oh, and I would be so happy for West Ham. I'd be that would so be happy. Funny. Especially if they give up Declan. Declan, and then they go and try to improve. And Declan, you know, that, I mean, I ain't going to lie. That would hurt. Declan has been loyal to them, and he's been a great player for them. He's class professional. I've not seen very negative shit on Declan. But to keep it a buck, if he does go to Arsenal or Chelsea and does this thing, and then the funds and investment come to West Ham, fuck off. 
that's kind of like it takes damn. a while to build up though i mean agreed let's, let's agreed. Be real. yeah you know, Newcastle even... special it took city a while mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He, he's in his prime now it's, it's time to go he's been loyal to west ham so at the same time you can say oh he should continue to be loyal or he deserves a move yeah yeah and he yeah, he, he does. He does. I definitely I think if he does, uh, he does deserve the move to whatever location. I think West Ham should do him right and let him leave to the proper club, but get the proper money like you asked for. Do it right. All good with that. Um, I, I, I Saudi money's coming. Saudi money's money's coming to another club. And and I just don't know who it is. And Daniel Levy plays his cards right. He can get himself a lot of money and go do himself a, something else to keep his brain occupied. So it's the I don't get know. out of jail free card. Your fan base absolutely despises you. Absolutely despises you. You're not going to spend this summer. You have no European football. So it is the get-out-of-jail-free card. I mean, mm-hmm. absolutely is, but I don't think he'll do it. I think he's an arrogant, arrogant businessman. He just oh, yeah. built that stadium, so I don't think he wants to. You know, I think I think what he would want is partnership with them, you know, some cash injections, give them a little piece of the pie, get some get some transfer money from them. But I don't think he would sell it. But you never know. But that's what they need because <laughs> it ain't looking good. Like I said, you're out of the big six. And, you know, your fan base wants to make mu- videos about Arsenal. Go right ahead. But you should be making videos about how you guys need to make a big, big turnaround this summer because you're getting left in the fucking dust. Because Newcastle doesn't care that you don't have European football. Brighton don't give a shit. Their yeah. recruiting is ten times better than you. They're going to stay afloat by human trafficking. They're they're trafficking <laughs> humans out here. They're, they're trafficking the humans out here. They're they're, they're, they're freaking buying people for a couple million, selling them for eighty. This is it's legal ridiculous. human trafficking. So you don't <laughs> even have that. You don't even have that. So you know if you're looking at it, I'm telling you this right now. Harry Kane leaves this summer. Tottenham is finishing in Chelsea's spot next year. Tenth, eleventh, twelfth. I'm dead yes. serious about that because mm-hmm. that's 30 fucking goals that are right out of your team. Who's going to – Richarlison might get – he might double his output this year. Two two goals. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he might double his output and get a whopping two. Like where are you getting that turnaround in goals? You're not. Yeah. You're not. And, and how many times have we seen a game where Tottenham does nothing for 85 minutes – and Harry Kane has one of those goals where it's a 10 XG and he puts it in the back of the net and saves your asses. It happens nonstop. But, you know, it's, it's go ahead make your videos outside the Emirates. <laughs> go ahead. Have fun. It's, it's You'll so become the Emirates saying, you know what? I think I'm going to buy an Arsenal jersey because I'm done with this fucking team because we're sitting here fighting relegation. That could be a couple years from now. Like, no joke. Truly. No joke. Yep. I I, I don't see how he's going to spend. I don't see how he's going to want to. And who to... wants to go there? Nobody. That's the that's the thing. That That's the thing. You're seeing how they treat other players. You're seeing how they treat uh, 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 managers and how the manager speaks to the actual, like, culture. When you have a successful winning manager come out and basically just say the halls are haunted here – what are you supposed to do? You, you, you like get out that Valley, that club is losing it, man. And, and they don't have the streets. 
I don't go out here and hear that Tottenham fans are really about it and they're backing the club. and They, they have nothing. They are truly the biggest fugazis in the, in the Premier League. They think they're elevated beyond I don't know how they really see that there's history there. City can get it from anyone other than Tottenham. I don't want to hear shit from Tottenham fans when it comes to history. I don't. Everton can talk to me about history. Everton can talk to me about what they've done. Villa can talk to me. West Ham can talk to me. Chelsea, Arsenal, United, Pool, I get it. But when Tottenham talk, I do not listen. I do not listen and it's laughable. Yeah, no, you can't. So, um, who does Villa play on the last day of the season? Villa play. Let's look. Yeah, I'm trying to fucking find it. It's not. Oh, oh, they play Brighton. They play Brighton, so that might be a tough one. I mean, they could they could still get Conference League, but nobody's nobody's moving to Tottenham for Conference League football. Let's be real. Um, And it'll be even more funny next year. When West Ham win it this year and you bow out in the fucking quarterfinals of the conference league. That's that's gonna even be better. I might I might fly to uh Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and do a video if that happens. <laughs> Bro, they're gonna lose to Alphabet FC on top of it. That's oh, the no. best part. You're not even getting the the nail on the coffin. They're gonna lose to saying. a club we've never heard of. And they're gonna get slapped. I hope they get seventh now. I just talked myself into it. Go Tottenham. Yes, I think actually we should do some sort of trend next year. Should they get European ball? We do it every week, a European focus. And we don't just leave off, just do the real quick breakdown of in today's European action, here's the shit you got from Tottenham. They're going to be so bad, man. I don't see how this. And here's the other thing. Kane won't be the only one leaving. I think Sun leaves. If you're going to pull the fucking band. If they were smart. If they were smart. But Daniel Levy's probably sitting there saying, oh, what are we going to do? We got a corner on the Asian market. That's a lot of jersey sales we're going to lose out on if we sell Sun. He'll probably justify it by that. But meanwhile, if he was a smart, smart owner, he'd be saying, this guy regressed big time this year. What's next year going to look like? What's two years going to look like? Let's cash out now and try to get some money back for him. And let's start this rebuild with $150 million for Kane and Son or somewhere around there. So, But he won't do it. I guarantee you his justification will be, look at all the Asian fans we have coming. Look at how the Asian jersey, uh, the jerseys we sell in Korea. That that'll be the justification for it. Guaranteed. That blows my mind because you are that that is so accurate with how that shrewd, shrewd. How are we gonna get what's the that, the K-pop band, BTS? BTS <laughs> if we sell sun, BTS won't come perform in the summer. <laughs> you, you know they're selling that bitch out every time. I actually kind of want to look at all the concerts that have come through Tottenham. Just I know to BTS see. is coming. Oh God! Yeah, and absolutely. Human sung bobbleheads uh, on that day. First, they're going to wear a thousand fans. Human sung bobbleheads. It's stupid, dude. It's so stupid, but it's so accurate. It's a shame. That's exactly what's going to happen. And and you called it because that's. I actually think if you do, Kane, you got to just get rid of son. Just just do it and start new. Take the money, reinvest, bring it in a cap. I don't know what to do with with Levy and how he thinks, but you're spot on. That's going to be it. He's going to say That'll no. Be a yeah. yeah, we sell jerseys. Absolutely not. Sun's look at our kit sales in Korea and South Korea. And look at China. You know, we sell uh, the Asian market. We're selling these amount of kits. So, but 
Yeah. I do have be- to give a big up to the Tottenham fan base, though, in this regard only. They have a scheduled stream later this week. I forget what it is. Tottenham something. Tottenham Watch something. One of their fan streams later this week that is scheduled. And it's called, Congratulations, Daniel Levy. You have brought Tottenham back to the 90s. <laughs> send me the link. I want to join that. I'm going to send it to you. It's a sketch. It's scheduled out. So like when I saw it, I was like, hmm, do I want to watch this later? I definitely do. I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so... Man United get a win over Burnmouth. They seal top four. Newcastle today get a draw. So, you know, Championship Sunday's a little bit, you know, eh, eh, little title sealed. You know, top four is kind of sealed. Kind of a little eh, let down, especially top four could definitely be sealed because Man United play Chelsea tomorrow or Wednesday. They play Chelsea Thursday, actually. So they can just seal it off then. And top four would be locked off for Championship Sunday. So any other games you want to talk about this week? Liverpool draw against Villa. Um, the only thing I really want to discuss about that is Klopp sitting in the in the yes. press box, just yes. looking sad, looking frustrated. At one point, I think you said he wanted to fight um, Tyrone Mings in the press box. I got a good kick out of that because he did. And, uh, yeah, Klopp cam was a, was a win for me. Peacock, not enough Klopp cam. Peacock. Not enough. Thought about canceling my membership after that. We needed more <laughs> clop cam, but um, yeah. I I I I don't I don't think there's anything much from this weekend that I'd like to discuss, discuss more than than we haven't discussed. What I will say about that game in particular, I I thoroughly enjoyed that. I thoroughly enjoyed that for for Liverpool to get a draw out of that, and it's just Liverpool to find all year. You're trying to show love to a, a, an aging great for you who i don't know he's not a club legend I, if they claim him, you eh, yeah for me he's close he's close i mean he's he did win a lot with them i he like Firmino. i do i do it's the tenure for me i think that matters most yeah. i would have to look at the time goal scored see the career i don't know the qualifications I mean, for pool it's still crazy to me that they only have one premier league title i mean that's that's insane so yeah he did get you your first Premier League title, so I would imagine he's he's probably pretty close to a legend. Yeah, yeah, and and they'll go back and forth. The fan base loves him. They sing his they sang his name all day um, on on Saturday. I, I was I was a fan of that. You know, obviously they they have their their fan base. What I thought was a little, and maybe you're gonna have words for this guy. Help me understand, okay. If I pose to you going into the year that Europa for Liverpool, you'd laugh at that, right? Yeah. You'd have to laugh. You would have to laugh at that. That roster. Yeah. I, I'm trying I'm trying to pose right now the concept that the race for Arsenal, while it's such a focus because it's the title, and if we all know what City are gonna do what City do, why isn't the Liverpool and the Chelsea's getting more shit for the absolute just capitulation that we've seen all year. You fell off at such a high volume. Like think 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 about the slapping that Liverpool got by Madrid. Think about yeah. that slapping. Think about the moments that these that this Chelsea team 
I mean, Madrid were bored by it, I almost felt like, and didn't even do anything to them that much. Chelsea were comfortably third the entire season last year. Like there was nothing, there was no there was no doubt they were gonna get third from like October on. And they got it. <laughs> and they now they're now not even it's not only that they're twelfth, they're not even gonna clear 40, 42 points. I mean, they have two games left. I doubt they're winning either of those games. They're gonna finish the season on possibly if they win out, they still can't even clear fifty points. It's wild, man. And Brian, let me give you back to the back the vision here with Liverpool. Going into the year 1-1 against Villa, and I as a City fan, I'm like, I'll take that all day. Give me those results. Now knowing what I've known all year that this is they shouldn't have gotten even that. Yeah. Villa, you know, I don't know what to, I don't want to be disrespectful to to Unai and what they've been able to do. But I really think we've got to be ragging this guy Klopp, and I think it for all for all intents and purposes, he's coming back next year. You know, he had to drop off infamously in his seventy seventh year everywhere he's gone. It looks like they're going to try to work it out for the long term. But I think it comes to him selling his soul a little bit. I think it comes to him buying in with the club and having to buy into a narrative. To now, he's got to be in sync with what's happening. I think Klopp bent over a little bit and lost his will with this Liverpool club. He tries to give off this no we cannot spend we cannot spend yeah the fuck you can bro yeah the fuck you can you choose not to you're broke boys don't act like you don't got no money and every time he puts this front about it and yeah the 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 i go back i don't know who i want to contend with next year for the title to do something no one's ever done to go four in a row i'm i'm i i am bothered by arsenal i'm bothered by pool chelsea's a laughing stock i don't see it in that depends on the window it, it depends on the window. It really depends. I don't want United. United is the one I don't want, period, because it's a rival, and you never know what's going to happen in the rival. They could actually take it from us. But but everyone else, I'm really, really wanting us to focus on how much Jurgen Flop is a dickhead who didn't do anything this year. And it's laughable to think Jergen. that he, he's, he's a dick, bro. He's an absolute dick. He's not a good winner long term. And in a Premier League, you know, he did it one time. But he is a cup manager. He is a cup manager. The guy in a one leg, two leg can almost beat anyone. At one point, he's like Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. And one of him, one minute he puts up fucking goals galore. And then the other minute, they can't even get one on Villa. I mean, it's just wild, wild to see this year and the majority of the same roster. Let's not act like they had a complete change. Virgil, their center, oh, best defender, amazing. Virgil, Ballion, the or nominee. Garbage, it wasn't bro. a big deal to lose money because we have Luis Diaz. Yeah, exactly. Sa- Sadio, psst, no big deal. We'll figure it out. Diaz comes on, help, injury. I mean, we had a little bit of history of that too, by the way, at Porto. We knew that yeah. coming in. So N- Nunez, how much? 85, 90 mil for that fucker? He's not even comparing to the best striker to striker. They want to have the conversation with Nunez and Holland, and he's not even at Julian Alvarez levels. And actually, in fairness, the, 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 he had some Champions League goals. The, the numbers were pretty close to Julian Alvarez. Like, it's actually really, really close. Like, But what's the I, minutes played? Oh, way more. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Way more. I wasn't going to go that detailed with it. But yes, like efficiency to scoring, minutes played, shots created, 20 chances. That 20. matters. 
20 created chances missed in the Premier League for fucking Darwin Nunez. That's worse than Timo Warner's season. He got a lot of stick for that. Thank you, sir. Timo got a huge amount of shit for that. 18 in the whole season. So. And he ended up coming out with a title. He ended up coming out with a Champions League. That's kind of scary to think about. So yeah. I think we, we we really should give these Liverpools and these Chelsea's a lot more shit. Oh, because for they, sure. The drop has been. It's 600 so million spent for Chelsea. 600 million spent, and you're not even going to cross 50 fucking points. You're not, not even, even going to cross. You didn't have a fucking Juventus 10-point deduction. You just sucked cock all season. I mean, it's embarrassing. It's absolutely embarrassing. And, you know, people thinking Chelsea top four, lock them in next season. No, 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 no. no. There's way more problems than just who was the manager. That was a big problem for sure. But you couldn't get points with Tuchel. I mean, he wasn't setting the world on fire. Potter wasn't setting the world on fire. And Fat Frank, the only thing he's setting on fire is the cheeseburger he's eating tonight. So. That's it. That's it. And yeah, I, the, I mean, they're they're going to be battling for Conference League next year, sixth place, Europa League next year. I don't see it. And honestly, everybody's like, "Oh, Liverpool's going to re re restack the decks and have a big summer." I'm kind of thinking they're not. I, I no. think you know, just like Daniel Levy will justify not spending. I think I think FSG will justify not spending what Europa League as well. I really do. I think they're gonna they're gonna pull the PR is gonna be my my PR goggles are on for two teams Arsenal because I'm used to it and Liverpool because I I think all this talk about a big big Liverpool summer if I had to bet I'm gonna bet the opposite I'm gonna bet oh, that it's gonna be a stinker I can assure you this right now good sir I'm telling you like the sun and like 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 the sun coming up in the morning and like the day ending and why on June twelfth. Monday, whether I'm celebrating an absolute historic season or whether I am absolute in the mud of only celebrating a double or even just taking away the prem, I will have 10 reports from maybe four to five different clubs on the transfer window and the entire segment will be you giving the PR spend on all these fucks because you didn't include Tottenham in there. And I'm telling you, the laughing for Tottenham starts June They don't 12th. deserve my PR spend. <laughs> they don't deserve my I, PR analysis. I need to see what they are saying and who they think they can bring in because I will laugh when and I Michael see Ford. Bro, how, how Spurs read it. I was like, we should get Laporte. Yeah, of course. Oh, yeah. No, no. That's a fit. Absolutely. Daniel Levy knows better than to ever call Manchester City for anything. Anything. Shrewd businessman. No, that guy. This is hilarious. This is hilarious. I just saw this. I I went to the Spurs Reddit just just because I (laughs) I was a little inspired to laugh. Because you have it on favorites. <laughs> this is good. From Matt Law, who's pretty pretty decent Twitter guy, actually. He is. Um, he is. Pretty decent. Daniel Levy has held talks with betting and data experts about developing a data model for Tottenham Hotspurs as he looks to follow the Brighton and Brentford path. There it is. <laughs> he wants to get into human trafficking. Moneyball. All he's thinking about is profit. Moneyball. Why don't you why don't you call up Billy Bean too, you little prick? <laughs> 
<laughs> what a fucking moron. What a fucking... He wants to go oh, gambling. He, he wants to go gambling. He doesn't see the process that Arteta's been through. He doesn't see that as valuable. Spending money, identifying talents. He wants to make a profit <laughs> on players. It's just... It's it's poetry, really. I mean, we were just it talking really about it. I mean, I didn't even yeah. see that until now. And it's just... This guy, all he cares about is dollar signs. All he fucking cares about is dollar signs. Absolutely. I mean, and it's ridiculous. It's state-of-the-art shit. So what he doesn't even realize is he's probably going to have to pay for that fucking shit, too. So good luck trying to pay for all that good stuff. You're going to have algorithms and folks and statisticians coming in and having to get offices, move in. You're going to have to do all of that. So good luck. GG's. I know that's what you want. But start here. Spell the word analytics. If you can spell the word analytics, then you can go ahead and proceed with the plan, Daniel Levy. You absolute fraudulent rodent. You deserve to be the laughing stock. And reminder, reminder, one of nine clubs that wanted to talk shit. One of nine clubs that couldn't get it done in the fucking field on the pitch. And they want to go ahead and go crying to mommy and daddy, a.k.a. the Premier League. Absolutely scandalous. I hope that club gets fucking relegated. I hope, truly, truly, truly hope that there's a change in ownership with one of these fraudulent clubs coming. I'm looking at you, Chelsea. I'm looking at you, Liverpool. And I'm looking at you, Tottenham. I hope that next year, all three of you lot are on my hot, warm seat for ownership change. Real shit. Because I think FSG is going to get so tired of that shit. I think that... Chelsea, Bowley, could end up being an absolute laughing stock so much that if Poach fucks it up, he's not going to go get another manager. He's just going to wipe his hands with it and say, I'm done with this shit. Yeah. I mean, it's ridiculous. As fast as he came in, as fast as he would be out, potentially. Truly. And then you're going to see, why not? You got Qataris coming into the league. Bowley's a quick fix or a quick flipper. He's got no problem with uh, flipping it. And Levy, I just think it's going to be reluctant as shit. I agree with you. The absolute shrewd man he is. He's going to be uh, uh, narcissistic enough to think that he can do whatever, but he likes that money. He, you know, he's going to go with that type of type of, uh, of look at me mo- uh, movement moving forward. I don't see it. I think Chelsea, Tottenham, or Liverpool. Get some new ownership in there. Get the fuck out. And then we get to laugh at you some more. Yeah, it's just funny how they're looking at, at- – at emulating other teams, but they're not looking at Manchester City, teams that have actually won stuff. You know, Bro. they're not looking at Liverpool, teams that have actually have recently won. They're looking at Brighton and Brentford. That's that's that just shows you everything about the Tottenham Hotspur. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's absolutely hilarious. He doesn't want to do it like big dogs. He wants to do it like the middle mid mid-tier dogs. He wants to do it like the ones that, you know, I want to be I want to, I want to hey, they got the 6th, 7th and, and 8th. Let me get there. I'm cool with that. You're a fucking loser, bro. You're a fucking loser. You're not you're not a big club. You're not. I don't even think he cares about he's, he's I think what he's saying now is I just want to make a profit off players. I don't want to buy a Richarlison for 60 and now nobody wants him. I'm going to have to take a 30 40 million dollar loss on him. He's just saying, I want to make money on players. I've had enough of Ndombele. I've had enough of Lamella and those guys. What was the other guy they, they bought? All those freaking guys who I bought and I took a loss on. I want to make money on players. That's what he's thinking. That's the only thing that guy cares about. It, that, no. that The PR spin on this is Todd, Daniel Levy does not care about winning. If anybody no. who thought otherwise, he cares about making money. That's it. And if yeah. anybody didn't know that, that should that should be the final nail in the coffin. After yeah. an eighth place season where you're coming off Champions League, 
where you were supposed to get Champions League again. Actually, a lot of your fan base was saying you were supposed to compete for a title this year, and you finished eighth. Okay? Yeah. The times Arsenal finished eighth, they weren't supposed to compete for a title. You were supposed to compete for a title. You won the transfer window, I heard, from a lot of people. That's right. You won the fucking transfer window. Right. You finished eighth. And now your owner is not saying, we want to be like Manchester City. They're saying, we want to be like Brighton and Brentford. And I want a human traffic with Brighton. I want a human traffic with Brentford. I just want to profit off players. Yeah. You're not going to be Borussia Dortmund in this league. I'm sorry. This isn't the Bundesliga. Yep. Shout out to Borussia Dortmund, who are going to take a title off Tommy Tuchel, by the they way. They could do it. They could do it. Do One it. win away. We got a home game uh, Saturday. Yeah, it should be I good think for they're them. they're going to do it. They, that'll be a bottle if they bottle that because they're playing oh, some yeah. team I've never fucking heard of in the Bundesliga. Saturdays, Saturdays, all other leagues because all we have is Super Sunday for the Premier League. I so. think I think Serie A is, is Sunday. I think oh, I is saw, it? I think I saw them. Well, so Juventus got their 10-point band is official. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So, But they can still make top four, but I'm very invested in them not making top four. Um, it's a long shot now because they got slapped today. Absolutely yeah, slapped by Empoli. Um, maybe they'll play Cannoli next weekend and uh, get some <laughs> points off them. But no, um, they their next game is, um, yeah, they have a game Sunday, this Sunday at 245. They're playing Milan. So I'll be invested in that game because if they do not get top four, which is looking very likely after their result today and their 10-point their deduction for being scoundrels, yeah. Um, we will be in Champions League Pot 2, which is, is way better than being in Pot 3, where we can get in a group with Barcelona and fucking Bayern and then Arsenal's in that group. So, yeah, I, I'm very invested in that. Uh, they play Milan Sunday at 2.45. Um, and if Milan win that, they basically seal top four for themselves at Juventus. So, yeah, I'm invested. It's a long shot top four at this point, but um, hopefully they don't get it because the difference between Champions League Pot Two and Champions League Pot Three could be could be big, could huge, be very big, so huge, absolutely. Yeah, that'll be awesome. Yeah, makes makes the uh, the I think Inter Milan got themselves caught in in the wrong uh, pot setup this year because they had Byron and Barcelona in mm-hmm. that in that group stage. Yeah, um, still managed to you know got where they got to, but yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm I'm really curious as to as to how this plays out for the rest of the league, the relegation teams. I think Super Sunday is going to be a little bit more fun for the stories, but I am fully into this focusing on United finishing this season. Obviously, we're one of, if not the best team in Europe right now, so we have to finish strong. But God, dude, this summer window is going to be rocking. The PR. Yep speculation the the spins money it's ball. gonna be really fun the money ball the 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 human trafficking we're gonna have some great great stuff to keep up on because i think the next season is gonna be that much more invigorating money is growing everything is growing about all these leagues um it doesn't stop the it doesn't stop which is which is why i'm already loving the fact that it's becoming more realistic obviously Bayern Munich aren't going to talk to City about Joshua Kimmich uh but there's there's so many links to so many clubs that that I just think right now it's so much speculation it's a great time to be involved in the game because next year I think it's going to be a great run for whoever it is honestly yeah so two things we do have midweek games we got to call those because our 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 race is not over a lot of the race is done premier league but our our race is 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 not over so we're going to do those but 
out of Everton, Everton have 33. Leicester and Leeds have 31. They all have a game to play on Championship Sunday. Gun to your head, who is surviving? And I'll tell you the matchups because that might play a factor. Oh, yeah. Um, So Leicester play home to West Ham. Leeds. Leeds are at home to Tottenham. Everton are at home to Burnmouth. So all three teams are playing home games. Everton, Burnmouth, Leeds, Tottenham, and uh, Leicester, West Ham. So gun to your head right now. You, you don't have to give any scores or anything. We'll do that later in the week. But who do you think survives this? Everton, Leeds. Everton, Leeds. Yeah. West Ham are getting relegated? Uh, I think they survive. No, wait. Two, only one of those teams can survive out of the three. Well, I'm going Everton 100%. Yeah, I think Everton as well. They're playing Burnmouth. Burnmouth didn't play good at home in their last home game. I don't see any reason for them to. You know, Dyche is going to come in there. He knows how to stay up. He did it with Burnley for a long, long time. This is his specialty. He's not no fucking fraud like Allardyce, who's supposed to be this, this, oh, I'll keep your club up, but you got West Brom relegated, and you're going to get Leeds relegated. So uh, I agree with you. I think – I think it would be an actual capitulation if Everton lose this game and get relegated. And, you know, because I can see, I can honestly see all three of these teams winning. (laughs) Honestly, I can. I can see all three of them winning. I mean, West Ham's got a European final to focus on. They just had their farewell home game. Um, Leeds playing Tottenham, you know, they they didn't even bother to show up at home this weekend. You think they're going to bother to show up at Leeds? And then Everton, Burnmouth, we know Burnmouth's safe. They're cool. They're probably going to Michael B. Jordan's next red carpet to celebrate with one of their owners. Um, yeah, I think I think I think all three of them win. That's that's actually going to be my hot take right now. I think all three of these teams are going to win, but Everton's going to survive because they have the advantage. It makes a lot of sense. Uh, it makes a lot of sense, and and I I, I do back out of, out of the teams in the situation right now. I do back Everton. I do back Dyche. I think you know he's got it. He's he's proven all year. He's had signs of staple moments where what he says is working. It's it's getting it done to a certain degree. Oh man, God! What a look massive at the point they picked up in the final final minute, dude. That was Mina. massive. And I can't yeah, stand I that can't, player. I hate him too. I can't he's stand that bag. player. Um, look at the goal differential on all these teams in the Bad. negatives: 24, 18, 27, 37 for Southampton. Fucking hell, they're all bad. 22 <laughs> losses for Leicester. 22 losses. Like, I mean, come on. For the life of them, I know they had 18 losses, but they managed to get 12 draws. You know, you fought enough. That's 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 dice ball right there. Getting those Todd draws. Have 14 losses. Jesus Christ, they are awful. They are awful. They're awful. Six draws. 14 losses. Mm-hmm. Oh my God! Mm-hmm. Brentford, who's ninth, only had nine. That's the thing about this league, man. Look at that. Just look at that concept right there. Who had the better year? A team that had seventeen wins, six draws, and fourteen losses, or a team that had fourteen wins, fourteen draws, but only nine losses? Crazy, like, crazy, crazy, crazy. Yeah, really so, go back and forth with that stuff. 
we have two games here. These could be very, very pivotal. Um, and honestly, they're kind of tough to pick, really. really. Very, very tough games to pick. Um, so do our, the, before we pick these, are we are we going to pick one goal scorer for these? Two yeah, mid-week we can do it however you want. So let's do one goal scorer. Two midweek games. We have Brighton at home against Manchester City, and we have Man- Manchester United at home against Chelsea. I mean, these these games are really tough to pick. I mean, because mm-hmm. Brighton, are, Brighton are kind of playing for something. I think they still need to win both games to get Europa. I know Deserby was like, we don't want to play in your, your uh, conference league. We want Europa League. So I think that was a message to the team that you guys better win these two games. Um, so, yeah, I mean, t- tough one to pick. I mean, this is your team, Manchester City, the champs. Do you guys give a shit about this game? I mean, I don't give a shit about the results of this game, but I only give a shit about the fine-tuning. So I want no injuries. Strong team, rotated team. Strong. I. I. I look. What do you? This is going to really bother me to say this and admit this, and I. 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 I it's going to really bother me to even get to this point. I know I shouldn't be saying this right now because I think that we have another week for it. But I don't want to drop off a thing, and I don't think any of these players deserve a rest yet. Winning the Premier League for me right now is not a, a yeah. thank you for the champagne popping and everything. And I've used to, and I'll, also I'll, I'll go ahead and say it. It was a little boring. Winning it in the last game of the year, I'm sorry to do that a few times the way we've done. I can honestly tell you just from a human standpoint, it's just a little bit less exciting the way we won it yesterday. And, 100%. you know, it's just a little bit more boring. We got games left. Yes, it's, it's ironically we were able to finish in our last home game. And in this calendar year, we haven't lost since January. We haven't lost at home. So it's nice to see our fans get that type of atmosphere one last time. But we're not done. We're not done. We're starting. <laughs> excuse me. We're starting strong. We're going to start this game strong. I think we're going to go after it just because we want to stay in rhythm. And it's going to end in a 2-2 draw. 2-2 two, two draw. Yep. Taking any goal scores? No injury. Uh, no, my goal score is coming in this next game. Okay. So you're picking Anthony. <laughs> Spin cycle Anthony? No, absolutely. Now, you, if you want to, if you want to, you cannot take a goal. You could take a spin. Will an Anthony <laughs> spin happen in the game? I might, that's that might be, yes that's that's a sure point right there you might have to do <laughs> that's it. a sure that is a sure point fucking hell did you see the media posts yeah, of yeah. manchester united hyping up the spin that he had yeah god man the that levels was, that, that was embarrassing was that was that. Actually, that was legitimately embarrassing that was worse <laughs> than the dog arteta buying the dog <laughs> seriously <laughs> seriously at least the dog was fucking cute yeah <laughs> anthony didn't do shit yeah. Got a foul. He actually got. He actually. It was good defense, if, if anything. <laughs> Seriously, it was. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah. So I, I. I mean, this is such a tough. I. I honestly don't think Pep's just going to mail in these last two games. I really don't. I think that'll take you out of rhythm. Um, mm-hmm. You want to. You want to win that FA Cup. Your season. I'm sorry. Champions League will be great. Premier League will be great. Losing to Manchester United in FA Cup. With that loud fucking fan base, mm-hmm. it won't kill the double, but it will leave a bad taste in your mouth. 100%. I'm sorry. Yes. You do not want to lose that game. That fan base will never, ever, ever let you live that down. 
No, absolutely. What, what's really unfortunate about this? Well, I shouldn't say unfortunate. It's a blessing to be uh, be blessed in a, in a stressful situation like this. You want this. This is what good you, problems. What you, yeah, good. It's a good problem. But what really bothers me is that the Premier League, the one that was most solidified, is the first one that we get out the way. I wish the FA Cup final was yeah. this past weekend. I wish we could have gotten the 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 Inter Milan or United game first, knowing that okay, the Prem, which we feel most confident about. Now let's just go finish that off. It's the opposite. Right now, any true Manchester City fan is, at for for all intents and purposes, soaking in the Premier League win. But right now, the nervous the the the, the nervous levels, the anxiety levels have not dropped one bit for me. Not one bit. I popped champagne yesterday. I did all of the viewing. I got it all out of my system. But literally the whole time, I've been thinking, United, United. Yeah. I have to start looking at United and see if Bruno's going to play. Is Veron going to be healthy? Is the butcher going to be back? Am I going to go see my local butcher? Do I need to go get a couple steaks to be prepared for this United game? Uh, everything's back in the in my mind for United now. So the pressure's still there, and you're you're spot on. I could not disagree with you. It'd be crazy, and I'd be lying to you if I told you if we lost to United in the FA Cup final, I would I, I wouldn't be pissed. So yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you can't you can't do that. You just can't. Um, this is this is tough. I, I honestly I don't think Pep's gonna rotate, but this would be the do it. This would be the look. Just timing perspective, one. right? Yeah, this yeah. would be the one to do it because you know you got Brentford still, and that could be the tune up game. Yeah, I just don't think he's. I don't think he thinks like that. I think he's saying, "Nope, we're going out." I I will say this. Holland probably doesn't start, mm. which is why I, I I don't think Holland will start, and maybe Rotary Rotary won't start either. In fact, book it. Rotary will not start. Calvin Phillips more Calvin will be Phillips. Start. Yeah, um, I'm gonna take Brighton two one. That's fair. I can see it. They need it more. They need it more. Get it done midweek. Have a nice. A little Sunday. Um, not having a stress on Sunday. United versus Chelsea. I don't see any way Chelsea win this. They're a disgrace. United at home. They get it done. They get it done as well. Get their top four sealed. Sunday's a nice relaxing home game. Um, nice send off for the boys. But And then look forward to the FA Cup. I think United win this. Three. Three, two, I want to say zero. Yeah, I want to say zero, three, zero. I want to change it up. I really want to, but Chelsea is not the team to change it up with. Mm -mm. You know, couldn't score. Sterling had a great shot on goal, too. Botched it. Gallagher had a great shot on goal off the post against us. Yeah, I I think this team's just a little. Jow didn't play though, because you know loan detail, loan contracts don't don't allow him to give guard of honors, so he didn't play. I'm gonna go. Fucking hell, I'm going two to one Chelsea. And Who's Jow the Felix. goal scorer you're taking? Jow. I'm going Jow. Oh boy, I don't. I honestly don't know who to take as a goal scorer for United. It's so difficult. It's so difficult. So think about the team right now, okay? 
Yeah. Sabitzer's out. Rashford's probably out still, right? Did he play this week? Rashford's out. Rashford's out. Rashford's out. I know that for sure. I think I saw physios-wise he's not going to be back for the game um, at the weekend. I'm on the United. Yeah, let me look. Yeah, Rashford's out. Um, I'm taking Garnacho. Garnacho goal. I think I think he's going to get a goal for the in front of the home fans. Um, yeah, I'm going to take Garnacho, and um, yeah, that should uh, that's it for the midweek game. So we'll have a clearer yeah. picture, and it'll make Sunday interesting because Sunday there's just a lot of games where. You're not going to know how to pick because teams are going to be thinking about what they're doing on Monday, where they're taking their family on vacation, and yep. you know it's going to be it's going to be a tough one. It's going to be very interesting though, and um, yep. yeah, that's it. One more weekend in the Premier League, one more weekend, and um, yeah, that's it. Champions decided. Top four is pretty much locked up. Relegation picture is really the only thing that's going to be super interesting. Unless you're invested in whether Tottenham are going to make t- Conference League, and I kind of am, because it'd be really funny to see them lose it next year. Yep. Which they will. Alphabet FC. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But yeah, that's a wrap. Anything else? Uh, La Liga's full of racist people, and uh, it's a shame. Disgrace. Disgrace. Valencia board a disgrace. Justifying racism. Vinny egged them on. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And for the fact that he was the only one given a red card where I saw him in a headlock, I saw a player kick another ball to stop an attack. I've never seen that in my life. That, that was that was wild, and he was the only one given a red card. I mean, that, that, was, that was insane in itself, and then just the behavior of the fans. And you know what? Real Madrid's powerful, very, very powerful. They need to make a statement next time this happens. Walk off the pitch. Walk off the pitch, seriously, because Real Madrid runs La Liga. Real Madrid and Barcelona are the two powerhouses in world football, not just La Liga. You have all the power in your hands, so make a statement next time. I mean, now you have this game where, you know, this kind of pushed things to the edge. Make a fucking statement, seriously. Don't don't come out. Fuck with the TV rights of La Liga. Seriously. That's the only way they're going to learn because they – blatantly defended it yesterday because they don't want to out their own fan base who are lining their pockets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Valencia uh, uh, should be disgraced, you know, should be uh, absolutely be getting ridiculed. Jose Gaia, who I think was a, a, a captain or not a captain, but a big player for Valencia who tried to calm things down. Uh, problematic uh, that, that this got to where it is. I also find it a little bit strange that the, the, the commissioner of La Liga, Javier Tevez, literally goes to Twitter to go back and forth with the star player. You, I don't know who's giving you your PR. I don't know who's giving you advice. I don't know if it's anyone who's giving you advice. Also, again, I, this is a sports podcast. We love the world. I, I want to make sure we get it out there. This is not about politics or racism or anything. But the fact that since being called 
the horrible thing that he was called by those Valencia fans. Mm-hmm. Since that moment until this podcast, for me to be able to find four to five pictures of Javier Tevez in his youth supporting fascist folks and standing next to folks that are literally doing a how Hitler, I find it absolutely remarkable that in 2023, as a simple brown Latin man on the east side coast of the of the United States of America is able to find posts like that. And it's just remarkable to me that we see things like that. So yeah. it's shameful. I don't really understand how anyone in their right mind can side with anything that Javier Tevez, Valencia, or La Liga has said or done. And um, not the first time, unfortunately. Not the last time, unfortunately. And Vinicius, I don't think this is going to force him to leave. He's not upset no. at Real Madrid. It's not a Madrid. It's 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 a bigger than again the game. But we should acknowledge, but that that this that players have done and acted for less, um, and made moves mm-hmm. for less. So I wouldn't be too surprised. But what a statement that would be if he did leave. He's he's the big shot in La Liga now. Cover of FIFA, oh. you know, that guy is oh. the face of La Liga. What a statement that would be, huh? And also, La Liga, ask yourselves what you just did with the potential of Jude Bellingham, an African American eighteen year old man coming into your league. Exactly. What you just potentially said to a twenty six, twenty seven. I don't know how old Kylian Mbappe is, but a French Cambodian black man who potentially could come mm-hmm. to La Liga. Mm-hmm. What are you saying to these players? What are you, what are you telling them? What are their value is in that league? You know, I don't, I don't, I don't get La Liga, man. And the, the drop off for La Liga has been been infamous ever since they lost their great Ronaldo and Messi. And um, yep. the league has gotten more and more shit. Um, it's less balanced. You know, you can never for for all the talk about City dominating, which we've seen before other clubs have dominated the Premier League the way City is doing right now. This is nothing new to the Premier League. La Liga is getting absolutely rinsed for years and it's just two teams. They're going to they're going to lose a lot. They're going to lose a lot and as they, as they should, as they should. So, shameful shit. Sad that we got to end on them, but yeah, Vinny, Vinny to Arsenal. Get it done. You do. <laughs> um Jamie Carragher and um Gary Neville's team of the season has come out. Oh, fucking hell. Do you want to discuss it? Um, uh, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start off by saying this. One of these gentlemen only had two Arsenal players in it. Who do you think it was? Gary Neville. Nope. Shockingly, it was Jamie Carragher. Neville and actually he had-, had four Arsenal players. Oh. <sighs> Do you want to? Do you want me to just go over this one time? We'll yes. we'll end it with this. Yeah, but I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you now. I think I'm seeing Odegaard, Saliba, Martinelli, Saka on Gary's team. That's who was on Gary's team. Okay. So I'll start with okay. Gary's team. Go ahead. Um, goalie, who do you think you picked? Ramsdale. No, uh, a Pope. Yes. Right back. Trippier. Right. Right. Uh, center back. Right center back, since we know it's not Saliba, uh, he no, went Saliba. with Gary selected Saliba. Oh, okay. Gary okay, had the so, four. Okay, Saliba. And then, okay, Gary Neville. Who team. was the other one? City player. Oh, uh, uh, Ruben Diaz. 
Yeah. Do you agree with that? I mean, I, I, lo- I think he's probably one of the best center backs, but he did miss some time. I would even say, like, for me, I, I'm going to have a hard time picking Saliba because he missed 10 games, you know? Yeah. You're you're really good about about having certain, like, restriction, like, certain things that tell you, like, like no, if you don't reach this, I don't care what you do, that's not good enough. Or I, I don't know what the sneak. cutoff should be in the Premier League. I, that, I agree. I agree. 38 games. 28 games out of the 38 for Saliba. The thing about Ruben Diaz is the impact. I was I was going to not send you the article because it's this city is Premier shit. Premier League, though. I think I feel like if it was pro, you know Premier League Europe, you can probably. I, I, my thing is like Diaz over Ake. Mm. I think I Ake has had a bigger impact. You know, if you're just going to pick one city guy for for yeah. center back, I would I would put Nathan Ake. Honestly, I would actually or I maybe would one of the Newcastle guys. I'd put Nathan Ake at left back, and I would stick in one of the Newcastle defenders. One Do you know who Newcastle. he picked at, new, at, uh, at left back? I'll give you a hint. You highlighted him in our text messages this weekend. At left back? Mm-hmm. Estupion? Yes. What the fuck? I think really? that's a crazy-ass pick, yeah. It's, I mean, he's wow. been good, but, like, there's – come on. Left back's a pretty stacked position. Like, I'm really there, disappointed yeah. that he did that, mainly yeah, because team I was of the hoping season? no one's noticing him. <laughs> but team of the season, like, I mean, he's been a that's solid – you could probably say top five left – I don't know. I don't know about that one. I, I'm a fan of the guy, but no, I, think I agree. that's crazy. Especially because you can put Ake there. You could put Zinchenko there. You could put so many guys there. I mean, I, I think I'll tell you right now. Think. Yeah, I'm sorry. Zinchenko's better than Instupion. I'm not going to go as crazy as to even sit here and say that he's higher on that pole. No, there's no way. That's stupid. That's absolutely moronic. Team of the season. Get the fuck all the way out of here. There's no way. He's not even on the bench for me. Legit. He's not even on the bench. Yeah. Yeah. No, I. I I like the guy, but I think that's crazy. <laughs> oh, fuck. It's Who's the midfield? Uh, Odie, Kevin, Rodri. Mm-hmm. Front three. Holland, Martinelli, Saka. Mm-hmm. All right. That was the team for Gary Neville. I'm actually surprised he didn't fucking put Casemiro in there. I'm surprised he didn't night. weasel fucking Rashford in there. Yeah, and, and even Christian Eriksen or somebody. That's yeah. so, so fair play to Neville. He's actually he's trying to get good juju right now for the FA Cup. That's what he's trying to do. Maybe. Rap bad. Jamie's team. Um, guess who the two Arsenal players are that Jamie picked are? Okay, the two Arsenal players. I think he actually likes Saka. Wrong. No Saka. No Saka on team of the season. Who the fuck did this nematode have at the right wing? What are we doing? This is moronic. This is moronic. I'm upset at one position right now. Okay, two Arsenal players. Saliba. (laughs) What the hell? Ramsdale? You're fucking shitting me right now. I'm going to read you the team. Allison and goal. Trippier at right back, Ruben Diaz again, and no Nathan Ake. Svev Botman as the other center back. Alexander Zinchenko as the left back. Odegaard, Rodri De Bruyne in the midfield. Mohamed Salah right back, right wing. Done. Left wing. Left wing. Get this. Don't say it. Erling Holland. <laughs> 
He put Erling Holland at left wing and Harry Kane at striker. What is this man? No Martinelli, no Rashford. Yeah. Dude, that is absolutely (laughs) trash. That, nah, man. It's like he almost agreed to the, he. It's almost like he didn't agree to the formation. Like yeah. he's like, no, 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 I'm not doing a four three three. No, no, no. I want two. I want two strikers. What the yeah. fuck is that? I, That's um, all. As somebody who always thinks Carragher is one of the more balanced guys, this team this season's a little questionable, honestly. A little bit. That's horrible. A little bit. But we'll end on that note. We'll have to come up with a cutoff for games played. Yeah. Um, because. Zinchenko's m- missed more games than freaking Saliba. So that's that's another thing there, you know. Um, Diaz had 26 games. So what should the cutoff be? Should it be 26? Um, right around There's there? Gotta be a I'll, maybe we should look it up. I think there is an actual cutoff for awards. Yeah. So whatever the cutoff is for awards, I'd imagine maybe it's 25 in a 38-game season. I would probably do 25. I don't care what the Premier League cutoff is because they, they'll, they'll wiggle it around for whatever the fuck they want to do. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we have our own cutoff. We don't go by Premier League rules. Um, I rate cutoffs of the Premier League as the way I rate All Star voting. I don't give mm -hmm. a hulu fuck. It's a joke. It's an absolute joke. Yeah, especially like NBA Hall of Fame voting. There's some people in the NBA Hall of Fame that are absolutely shocking. Atrocious, absolutely atrocious. Yeah. So, yeah, it'll it'll be interesting to see our teams. I'm I'm probably going to do a first and second team just to highlight more players in the season. Yeah. Um, so let's do that uh, first yeah. and second team. We will do flops of the season. I want three flops of the season. I want a young player of the season, a player of the season, manager of the season, oh. and um, delusional mutt of the season. Yes, the first ever PPT awards. Original month of the season, and that could be any content creator, anybody. This is going to be incredible. This is going to be incredible. But uh, yeah, so that'll be good next week. And um, that's it. Episode 56 in the books. We're out. Peace.